0: Good day, good day, good day. This happy, happy Sunday. It is Sunday afternoon, twelve eleven. How are you? And welcome to a Tamika Podcast Show. Oh, let me turn this off. Oh my gosh. Hate these commercials, they just pop up on YouTube. I'm trying to try y'all some music and yeah, I'm not interested. Talking about gambling. I feel like life itself is a gamble sometimes just gotta know when to take a chance how much of a chance you want to take i don't know anybody else out there who's a risk taker like myself who's an artist let's stop there when i say the word artist i'm not just saying the word like the word creator is really what i'm saying that you enjoy doing this excellent brilliant thing hi so welcome to the tamika michelle podcast show and i want to tell you to set the bar And I'm going to call this podcast, Set the Bar. Why am I calling it? Oh, by the way, look, look, look. Hello. If any of y'all have yet to vote, who've never voted, who have the ability to vote. I think some people can't vote like ex-felons. I don't know. I don't know the laws about that stuff. Not trying to curse. But don't let anything stop you from going out to the polls. And voting. You don't even have to go out to the polls. So, yes, I'm talking about voting, but I'm talking about setting the bar. Because a lot of politicians are not setting the bar. They're setting it far too low. Why am I talking about that? I'm inspired, folks. I'm inspired by people's mayhem. Me. Trump and his cabinet and other politicians that I will not speak on. We can start with Trump. And look, by the way, this is a democracy. um, Democracy, I'm sorry, a democracy. So this is a nation ruled by the people, meaning plural. Meaning, let's stop blaming Trump for everything. He's he's accountable for what he does. Yes, granted, but at the same time, I want y'all to hear something. A lot of people follow leaders, and a lot of people don't like Trump. I don't know the, the man never met the man never shook his hand and this is his job to rule on this great power called the United States of America and I'm so proud to be an American anybody else do not think that because I'm African American that oh I'm not (coughs) oh excuse me I don't have a desire to be um trying to think what they call that patriotic thank you (coughs) I do not have COVID. I just got to take some vitamins I take a drink of water so I want to advise y'all to go beyond the status quo to be go uh, when I say status quo I make reference to just because one person do something negative don't mean you have to join along see some people are followers and some people are leaders. I advise you to be the type of leader that would not put you in a situation where mayhem can cause all up in your life, all up in your world. Like I think about Mr. Trump. I don't know who advised this man to be pro-COVID-19 um, against. You could be against COVID-19. Hell, I'm against COVID-19. But anything that requires you to risk your life, no other president has to do that, have done that. Um, Put their life at stake or potential candidate like on Biden. I'm on on the team on Biden. You ain't got to like what I say. This is what I think is good for the nation. You know, it's not just... Okay, Ob- Okay, I admit because he was a part of the Barack Obama's, but I see honor when I see Mr. Mr. Um, Biden and they want to say, oh, he's racist, yada, 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 gaslighting. We're going to sit there and talk about Biden Ob- and, and his stuff so we can act like he the enemy. You know what I'm saying? And like, he don't live in your house. And more than likely, y'all probably ain't going to meet. So y'all have until October 13th to vote online. Y'all meaning, hi New Jerseyans, y'all have to October 13th. I mean, you have two days. I do not know about the other states, but I'm just talking about us setting the bar. Meaning, just because a leader, a king, a world power, um, regardless of that world power, a governor, a mayor, people who we consider to be, you know, politics, leaders let's set our own bar so I'm gonna call this setting your own bar so what type of bar I'm making reference to I don't know your life I don't know what you value thank you for hearing this podcast and by the way if you want to support me in my art adventures and it is a business folks I'm gonna speak on it here at this podcast I've had people support me oh big time and I am so shocked like today, I, um, sorry, yeah, yesterday, yesterday, evening, I was looking in my account, and I seen that I've actually made some gains, and I'm so excited that, like, this is becoming a profitable podcast, so if you want to sponsor me, you're welcome to sponsor me right here from 99 cents and up. Sponsor me. Oh. So let me go ahead and go talk about setting the bar. You know what? I heard this before. Even if you're the only one doing what's right, doing what's right is what, if you're on the right side, that's essential for you. Good morning. This is, good afternoon. I'm sorry. This is a Tamika Michelle podcast show that I'm talking about setting the bar. Do not let other people set the bar for you. You set that bar. You know, I have people that I admire and they inspire me, but my morals, things that I follow, they can inspire and encourage you, but you got to do the work. You got to put the work in. So let's talk about Trump, politics, and I feel like the words, okay, here we go. Bullshit. I know that's non-Christian, but it's bullshit. A lot of politicians, it's someone else's job. It affects so many people, yes. This is a fact, but it is someone else's job. So when I'm seeing people talking against politicians, they are not a sound mind. Talking, I say talking against, I mean, like literally fighting and attacking a person if they're a Democrat or a Republican or they're a Biden or they're a Trump person. When I see an actual attack, like why are we going to war for these motherfuckers? I ain't trying to be funny, but... The truth be told, is far more poor people in the United States of America. It is. And it's not something I'm happy about, but it's called a fact. If you look at our wealth, it's maybe 10%. And I mean the word maybe. 10% of the nation is what they consider wealthy. And rich is less than that. Okay? So the American dream, what are you going to do for the American dream? What is your American dream? I ask that. What is that thing that you desire to do? It's becoming harder. Like a lot of people are like, you have one set of people that have given up buying a house. You have another set of people who are adamant, excited, a little adamant, but excited about the idea of buying a house, but don't know how to get there. And then, let's keep it real folks, who live in Jersey? The taxes are high here. The, the taxes are very high here if we wanna own a home here. I mean, well, let me keep it honest for you. I'd rather own a house in Jersey. As much as I like New York, I'd rather own a house in Jersey, financially speaking. Y'all see how expensive the real estate is, and it's just getting higher and they make good money. Mr. So Mac so Mac Lamour. I like this song and this video of course. For y'all who don't know what I'm listening to, it's called a thrift shop. You know? So Mac Lamour. I like music that, you know, I can relate to. So let's get back to setting the bar. Just because if Trump fuck up, if his cabinet fuck up, which more than likely if you if you had a standard or you were a betting person gotta tell you something if you were betting on that um so forth is fucking up so forth fuck up to a point to where we know about it if it's something that he says or something that his his cabinet and those who follow him or so-called support trump do i expect him to act a damn fool you know why because i want y'all to look at something just for a second and you can i go forth and speak about this in the risk of being called a little nuts but Theologically um, speaking, in the Bible, for those who believe in the Holy Bible, like myself, hi, welcome, even if you don't, but hear me out. I was taught, whatever at the head, meaning the leader, is going to be at the tail. So, people who are acting a damn fool, I kind of feel bad for Trump in a sense, because a lot of these people support Trump, you know, and then... I'm not an anti, like, let's talk against our president shit. I'm, a, I'm an anti against bullshit. I'm an anti against what is not right in the country today. And the truth be told, take care of your own household first. Stop. Look, y'all know who these people are. They some fools, okay? Fighting for someone else's damn job. It's just like if I was working somewhere. I'm, not, I'm just saying. And because I had all these people supporting me, and these other people not supporting me, and they fighting—it's <laughs> just a giant distraction. Because the truth be told, Trump's problems and his cabinet's problem individually—you know what? After his presidency, whenever that is, um, he's still gonna have those particular problems if he don't deal with it. So forth is other people fighting. I can understand, see, so there's a right and a wrong way. Like I said before, set the standard. If you're going to support Trump, look in a way where you're not attacking people. Then you got all these people who want to, you know what, I think people are just vicious and they enjoy hurting one another. And a lot of people don't want to say that. And it's called the truth. People enjoy fighting one another. They like the whole thrust and thrill and taste of it. There's no way you could be doing this repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly if you did not enjoy it. And if you did do that, damn, I feel sorry for you because it's your life and this is what you choose to do. So let's get back to the point of setting the bar. So what bar are you going to set? I don't know what state, what country, what I like to believe is English-speaking country. Just hear me out. Um, Beyond what some of our leaders who have. Let us down. Because you ain't got to be Trump and his administration to let us down. Got to tell you. It could be more closer within your environment who have let you down. Guess what? At the end of the day, all you have is you. Really. I'm serious. If all you have is you and what are you going to do to uplift yourself to pull you out of your situation. Because so if you're looking for a, politic, a politician to save you, you will be sadly disappointed. So, guess what folks? If you are a Trump supporter who's listening to me at the sound of my voice, I'm not against you. <laughs> Why would I be against you? Trump has his own stuff that he deals with. And his administration as well. So... And then stop putting Trump on a a pedestal, but it's a respect thing, meaning, just because he's president, it put him in a certain light, that, well, he's not what they call a conventional president. I'm not speaking up for him. I'm just saying as a human being, I'm not against you as an individual because you are for Trump. You know what? Good for you. I hope that helps you. I hope it doesn't lead you into ruins. I hope it doesn't lead you to sickness. Like some of these people who do caution to the wind. Oh, by the way, not only am I advising y'all to set the standard, am I advising y'all to go ahead and exercise your right to vote like I've already did. And yes, I am on Timo Biden. So the point I'm making is go out there and vote. And if you don't go out there, you know, it would come to you on you got two days. My New Jersey is to to go ahead and vote online, and you have it to November for those who are voting by mail. Look, I don't know if you know what's right for you, what's the best leader for you, but um, this is my thing with Trump. I used to like watch the Apprentice show. Okay, I like a lot of Americans. Um, very funny, astonishing show. A crazy amount of drama there. And we get a little shocked that he's exactly who he represented himself to be. Well, I don't know why we're shocked for those who voted for him, you know. So, if Trump is who you support, good for you. But I'm not against you. Because, me, you don't see eye to eye about politics and bullshit. You know, if you go ahead and look in history, a lot of people have died. Hear me out. Maybe y'all not aware of this because I do my own research. <sighs> Give you a small example. In the early 1900s, I'm going to talk about, I'm going international on you, real quick. Cuba. Cuba used to be a, a mainly black country. Until there was a slaughter in Cuba by the thousands, over 10,000. Okay, this happened in the early 1900s. For some reason, I don't know the whole reason, but some of it was paranoia. They feared po- black people who were in a, in power. And I didn't know about this, by the way. I didn't know about this massacre that occurred. I had no idea. Uh, you know who told me? A Cuban. When I was living in Las Vegas. There's a lot of Cubans. They're all around now. And they're definitely in Las Vegas. And... Matter of fact, he was dark-skinned like me, and he told me about it, and it was, I had to be inquisitive enough to, to find out for myself. And when I found out this was actually a fact, long story short, it shocked me. But at the same time, it um, motivated me to see there is so much evil, and it's, all of this was about politics. And these people were killed. Black people, yes black males are black men, yes. Let me turn this thing off because I'm so tired of the damn commercials. Um, so, there we go. Long story short, um, yeah, they were slaughtered and these were, they called their head the household and went after the men specifically. and. There's a lot of countries like, okay, I know Haiti is a, what they call a black country. Um, there's certain countries that are, you know, more black influence, more black people there. And it's because of the, you know, the international trade, the slave trade. Let's keep, are we going to keep it honest here? Like a lot of times I feel like white Americans, some of them, not all of them, are put in a perspective that's not fair. Meaning, I don't know when y'all crossed over crossed over from Europe and came to the United States So y'all wasn't the first one for those who don't know their history Columbus did not discover America that's just like me going to Walmart today right now and say I discovered Walmart <laughs> and just take over the shit you know it's fucking nuts so the point I'm making is long story short there's a lot of things when it comes out to politics I love to say the word bullshit but you know what We need to be careful about politics because politics is really about power and greed. It can be, depends on what team you're on. It's about power, 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 power. And for those who are arguing about Trump and the Democrats and the Republicans, guess what? All of it is power and most of it is greed. And people have died under this, under the power of wanting more greed, Thirsting for blood, for their own sick ambition. This is why I try to stay with politics, but at the same time, do not ignore that shit. Meaning, you have a role to play. So, what is your standard? Let's get off of politics for a minute. Because so I think about how many innocent people under under whose radar. Pay attention. There's a lot of people that are being... Um, forgotten about don't think it's not poverty in the United States because I've seen it for a side not just because I used to be homeless because I was but I'm not anymore you know um thank you Jesus thank you for I'm grateful for his delivering power because I remember where I used to be in destitute and lost and struggling and not knowing where my next meal is coming from and you can see it with out, um, having to um, be poor. Some people are poor morally. You know what I'm saying? If you're poor and poor morally, you really got a problem. So, I wasn't really aware of the poverty in the sense of the youth. I seen in the East L.A. Skid Row, a little three-year-old living about in a tent. That changed me. That changed me in the sense of that little girl was a mascot for me. How was she a mascot for me? Because I wasn't really aware in the United States of America that an American, she was an African-American, pretty little girl, pigtails. The point I'm making is she was three years old and it, it hurt in my heart to know that this happens all the time. That tells me if she lives in a tent, there's kids, they don't have a house. Where are these kids? I have no idea. Well, I've seen one of them who don't have a house living in a tent in East L.A., Skid Row, on 6th and Wall Street. Those who live in East L.A. know that's downtown L.A., not too far from the Greyhound slash Mexican bus station. There's nothing but homeless all around there and it is scary. They look like zombies. How everybody got a damn car, I don't know how, but I guess that's their will, so. Look, I joke about it, cause that's the way of me dealing with the shit, but where are you gonna be in poverty? Meaning, if you can support the poor, look, do it. I'm not saying give away all that you got. I ain't say that shit. What I am saying is do your part. You know, maybe the politicians feel like they're doing their part. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But do what you can within your means. If God has blessed you tremendously in this COVID-19 atmosphere, yes, give. Because the truth be told, you wouldn't have it without him. I don't know if you believe in God because I've met plenty of people who do not believe in God. And you know what? I don't hate you because you don't believe in God. It's almost like politicians And bullshit. Because if I'm not on your side or whoever you believe in as a politician, does not mean I don't believe in you. Don't mean I have to be against you. See, I think we get that mixed up. When we stand for something, we're not fighting people, we're fighting what we don't agree with. It don't have to be each other. I think we really get that mixed up. So when I say set the bar, Within your own home. Within your own community. What type of member are you? Get to know your community. If it's just something simple like going to. Oh let me turn this off. Because I do not want to hear this. Uh, So. Oh boy. This is irritating. So let me go ahead. And get real with you for a minute. If you're rich. I think it's different in the sense of money, power, go hand in hand. So you have a lot of money. I mean, I haven't had an extreme amount of money. But it's different because you can do more. If you're in that position, you are welcome to do what's right with it. I cannot tell you what your character should be. I'm only encouraging to do what's right for other people. You can do so much for so many. And, you know, some people give to the homeless. I think that's cool. And some people give for the wrong damn reasons, meaning I call it wrong, but some people, you know, you business people may not agree with me. They get tax write-offs, and they don't have to pay taxes. Kudos to these big-time corporations. When I was in a shelter in Las Vegas, Nevada, I'm going to tell you the name of the shelter. And you can look it up for yourself. And I would advise you, if you believe in giving it to a shelter, do not give to this shelter. Call Shade Tree. Mm -hmm. This is North Las Vegas, 1 West Owens. Do not give to this shelter. Why am I telling you this? Because I used to stay there. And I seen firsthand, repeatedly, how they stole they, meaning the people that work for the shelter, have stole on repeat. And it kind of breaks my heart in a sense because you have people of different churches and different organizations that really cared about the people and really believed that these people are going to get these particular things that they needed. You know, because some people feel like I feel if you become accomplished enough to where you can give, then give. And they enjoyed it. I mean, I remember seeing people who are different organizations, different churches, or whatnot, who actually sat down with us and asked us what we need, and we tell them, and they supply it, and we get nothing. This repeatedly happened. I actually remember seeing people who worked for the Shade One West Owens. And when I talk about a shelter, there's different. There's people who have. They call them chairmen's and networking. And there's a lot of crooked shit going on. I don't know if it's still going on, but what I understand it still is. And it's because I think people don't care. Like, they get upset. Like, they just say, okay, well, I did my part and walk off and no biggie. No, you didn't do your part. You just got yourself a, t- a text right off number one. Number two, if you are a person who really care about the homeless community, do not go to Shade Tree Shelter. I'll tell you where to go. I'll tell you who to speak to. Pray about it first. Okay. If you live in Las Vegas, my Nevadians, or even visit Vegas or whatever, go to the Salvation Army specifically. I can tell you two names. I'm going to drop two names with you. Ryan. Okay. And Juan. Who is ryan ryan he's a supervisor of the home he's a homeless coordinator director and juan is actually over him juan is a part of the salvation army and they do a variety of things they have literally a campus kind of awesome you go to the shelter you have the shelter side you have well the people who can't afford to live in the shelter um they they have a paid dorm and it's easier for people who are in a paid dorm The paid dorm is they call it a hostel. It is trying to think, it's $20, no, $10 a night. Look, Salvation Army. I'm like I said, Juan and Ryan are the two homeless directors who you want to talk to who will put you in a position where you can actually help the people individually. And you talk to them. I don't know what you can afford to give. And yes, I am advocating for the Salvation Army and not Shady Tree. which is literally down the block. It's okay and for those who live in Las Vegas. Vegas is a lot of mountains and hills. So Salvation Army is on a hill. It's on a curve. You go up. Um, look for the Salvation Army north of Las Vegas. Do not go to Shady Tree. I was one of the women who were struggling there shade tree I didn't stay there for long because people constantly sick and they have a clinic inside there yes the Salvation Army has a clinic it's right up the road they have one point they have an actual uh, apartment complex, really pretty very nice theater art really nice you go from there to the campus the campus actually have school that's why I call it the word campus they have school and culinary and trades and by the way in Las Vegas if you want to work in Vegas you want a trade and you want to work for the casino. How well, they run everything in Las Vegas. It's the trade it's the service industry. So they have culinary, they have a variety of different things and they have a dorm set up where two, maybe three people, possibly four, it depends on the size of the room, can be in a room and they pay nothing. And they get a trade and it's ninety eight percent. Listen of people who go through this training and graduate, 98% is working. That is huge. 98% have job placement. Not too many places are like that. When you go for a trade or something to that effect or go to school or education, some type of educational facility, they don't have a 98% um, job placement. And how do I know these things? I went, three months ago, I went to Vegas. Yes, folks. I went to Vegas, a place I ain't been in four years. And I went, I used to be in that shelter. And I really wished, I'll be honest, I wish I utilized that. Because I think if I utilized that, I'd still be in Las Vegas right now. That's the truth. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It's not no point in sitting back and regretting. But a 98% chance that... You be working are you able to take care of yourself you know what I think it's worth it I think you should go after it I don't know if you want to go to Vegas or if you want to live in Vegas or you know someone who is in need but if you can be working versus depending on the system versus depending on food stamps <laughs> I'm just telling you different stuff that's not exactly the most dependable okay so yeah I'm advising you to literally, if you believe in helping the poor community, and I love the fact that they get 98% of people, people who were homeless for different reasons, like this one guy, Ryan was telling me a story, because I interviewed both of them, by the way, and yes, I did help, and yes, I did go back and help the homeless community in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it was amazing for my documentary, it was something quite phenomenal, anybody I'm going to actually put some information out there today about the homeless and what I was able to achieve going to Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, So do not go to one West Owens is literally down the block from the Salvation Army. So yeah, I remember seeing girls crying on Christmas, women who were promised from churches who who filled out a list, filled out many things that these people need, including myself. And I remember on Christmas Day, these women were crying because we watched the staff. It was just so disorganized and dismayed, um, the way they treated us. Like, okay, I'll give you a small example. So I knew that I had to leave out there. I found out about sandwich bitch in because I knew they have a, a cafe. And uh, everybody go up to the, up the hill to the cafe to get something to eat. And you can buy something with your food stamps. Um, which he would like that, buy a hot meal with food stamps, you know, and the point is, I remember on Christmas Day, they woke up everybody, they meaning the staff specifically, It's a lot of different things they did, went correct, like they would used to have searches, you would think you were in prison, me who have never been arrested, me who's never been in jail, this made me nervous and very insecure and, un- and felt unsafe all the time, even though it's not the people, the residents I was afraid of. It was the staff. And the staff I heard, not saying it happened to me, but I heard some of the staff actually took stuff all of a sudden after this so called raid and search. Stuff is missing, fucked up in it. What people do for a job. And then at the Salvation Army, I'm comparing them both. Well, okay, if I could say anything I didn't like about the Salvation Army, the dust. It came from down the hill, but that's Vegas. You're in the Mojave Desert. It is dusty. You cannot escape it if you wanted to. So the more you go up towards the hill, the more it's hitting you in the face. That's besides the heat and the sun rays. Your water wear sunglasses, period. All the damn time in Las Vegas. Um, so what would you like to achieve? What would you like to do so forth is setting the bar i like helping people that's been my i would say it's my calling and i like to think it's your calling and if you can do that do it and let's not forget to not help ourselves being i ain't saying being greedy i'm saying take care of you and manage your own life manage your own affairs i would advise you to do that so you know what that consists of i think far too often sometimes we don't even think about all that we don't think about the whole um managing and our affairs, but if I'm talking about, like, so forth, it's helping people. If you want to do the research about the homeless criteria of Las Vegas, Nevada, or maybe within your community, maybe there's homelessness in your community that you're aware of, look it up. Um, Me who live in Las Vegas know that the homeless is treated a certain type of way, fucked up than any other place in the United States of America. Probably on Earth, but maybe that's me who've been through the three years of Chronically. Homelessness. Oh, Jesus. Let's give you a small scenario. They try to make it illegal for the homeless to exist in Las Vegas, but yet do not. I'm not saying all Las Vegas the better, do not help the homeless because like I told you about the Salvation Army and how I know without a shadow of a doubt that these two people that I named, Ryan and Juan, directors some homelessness at the Salvation Army in North Las Vegas, please lick them up and it's they're worthy of the cause by the way. I used to be a part of that four years later. I came there and visited them, and they let me interview not one one and Ryan I'm so grateful for that because it has been a tremendous blessing and um, it opened my eyes to see what they are able to do for the homeless community in North Las Vegas. And, you know, I actually said a question, I'm like, what did y'all find gratifying and talk about how they actually got people off the streets and their limitations and things of that nature. This is what I do. This is what I enjoy. But at the same time, there also be a balance there, meaning while I'm interviewing them, I'm not homeless on the street. No, I'm in a hotel. The Four Queens is one to six. Motel Six, which sucks, and I never will be there again. <laughs> um, why did I say it sucks? Because the way they treat the homeless people that stay at the motel, it means something to me when I see people make mockery of people who come in to pay their rent, their weekly rent, and how it, this is not how I feel. If you're working for an organization and partner, regardless of how you feel, you're there to provide a service. And you're there to collect their money, keep it real. And like, they just thought it was so funny and joking at the front desk while I'm getting, you know, my breakfast and going to the community room. Yeah. When I see people don't care about the people that they work for, because it's a service industry, then a part of me says, damn, I don't care for you. I don't really like you. And I don't like... You want the money, right? Because that's your job, but you want to talk shit about them too. It's just not right for me to make fun of other people when it's your job to take their money. That's just fucked up. This bad ethics all day, you know, just like some racist people, unfortunately, they'll take your money, but they'll talk shit about you all day and have no respect for you. It's the same shit. It's the same discrimination, hatred crap, you know? So, like, I've been in the store, and I've known it's, I hate to say it, majority, whitely employed, and they treated me a certain way, and but they hurry up and take my money and overcharge you. Huh, ain't that funny how some people do things, you know? Not only do I don't respect you, I'm going to overcharge you. <laughs> and I had to come back to the store to get a refund because I was being overcharged about Pacific Service and Product Initiative. Take care of, and I think once they figured out that I was a regular customer, they treated me, and they know what I do and what my business is because i 'm an artist, they treat me a certain way, and I thank God for that because it 's very local. I need it to be local, what I need, the certain art supply that I need, so um, I want you to set the bar straight, and if you can help within your own community like I, I help in New Jersey if. I'm given the opportunity. Yes, I do that all the time. Um, and maybe you support our service people. Look, go for it. I'm not, maybe you can't be in the service for certain reasons. And like I decided at like my high school years, I wasn't going to the army, the Air Force specifically. You mean who don't fly want to go into the Air Force? Crazy. So. Um, I figured I'm not the type of military person, you gotta be a certain type of person to be in the military, to be in the air force, to be a person who served this country. Um, that's not me, but what I will do is support our military and yes, I do that. And I advise you to do it too, if you can, by little means or big means, it's up to you. So enough of me talking. So how are you going to set the bar? How are you going to do something amazing for humanity? That's really what it comes down to. Even with politics, and I call it bullshit, do you know this is about humanity and doing what's right for mankind? That's really what it comes down to, and I think we forgot about it. Like, you just went way the fuck out the window. And you know what? I feel bad that we forgot about it, but let's get back on track. I don't know within your community what you can do, but do it. Like I tell y'all, go out there and vote. Look, go out there and vote. And thank you for all of y'all who've been supporting me at the sound of my voice. Check out my new art I got coming up. And all um, the big things that I'm doing, like I'm doing face masks and tote bags, Because we're about to get rid of uh, reusable bags. Because we're about to get rid of, as you probably already know, We're getting rid of um, in Jersey I don't know about y'all but in Europe they already no more um, plastic bags they do reusable bags and they do it for recycling and things of that nature and I think it's profitability to be made so I can buy my art and make reusable bags so I want y'all to see how that's going and I would like to sell it to y'all for a decent price and as I said before if you want to support me by Putting money here on this podcast, you're more than welcome. If you like prefer to buy an art product, like I have a variety, from face masks, let me start there, with my art's all over it. So I call it art face masks, to art mugs, to reusable bags, tote bags. Let's keep going to my sticky art, which is my refrigerator magnets for by sixes, and I sell those for seven bucks. And my stuff is worth it. You have pieces from all over the United States on that refrigerator magnet and it will be in your home. And I have different themes, 3D, a variety of things that I do for $7. I think it's, I don't think I know it's worth it. People are paying for it. So, and you should get paid for what it's worth. Honestly, you do. You should get paid for it. So these are 4x6s and then I have my 8x10s. If you're international, 150 And if you know me personally, like directly as the artist, of course, I give you a discount. If you're local, of course, you get a discount. We can discuss more. But I just talk about what I do from my, oh, I do stickers, refrigerator magnets, and I do 8x10 double magnet frames. And those are specialty items. Those, that's the one I'm $150 and up. And at some point, when we'll I like get, get a little more um, people who actually want to buy them, I want to do some poster shots. I've done it for Rutgers University, by the way. I've done a 11 piece project for Rutgers back in 2017. They have a lobby space that is Camden, New Jersey, Landmarks 11 piece. For those who work for Rutgers, though I don't know if Rutgers the campus is being open yet, you know, I have no idea how that's going. But the point I'm making is you can check it out for yourself. It's a 11-piece project inside the lobby. I was told this. If you are a student or a person who's graduated from Rutgers University in Camden, New Jersey, from really Rutgers period, or a person who worked for Rutgers, you can go inside this lobby space. Um... It's in Camden. I'm trying to think exactly where is it is in Camden. I cannot think of the address right now. But when I get back to you on that, um or you can call them and ask, can you go in there one day? This be a graduate or a person who works. You could be a security guard, don't matter. This is for the apartments on the Rucker Camden campus. I don't know if they even exist anymore because of COVID nineteen, but if they are open to the public, so forth it's like you being uh, alumni, you being a person who worked there. Um, if this is you, check it out for yourself. It's a piece Project, black and white, and I'm T- Tamika Michelle Newell. And thank you for hearing this podcast show, and I advise you to go out, vote, check out my work. You're so welcome to check it out, admire it. Got questions? Leave it here on this podcast show. And thank you so much for hearing me out, and don't be afraid to set the bar. I don't know what type of work you do, but you can leave on my podcast show. I will promote you. I will talk about your work. Like I have one particular friend of mine. We grew up together. It's just Columbus Middle School a long time ago. The point I'm making is she's an uh, artist to be reckoned with, by the way, she is. And she is a dreamer. And you should see her painting and sketching. I wish that was my gift, to be frank, but it's not. It's like singing ain't my gift and I have um, a lot to say about her work but I actually bought some of her work and intend on buying more and I enjoy doing this I bought some of her art mugs and she has this painting called Bundle of Roses and it came out so pretty and I'm interested in buying more stuff that I see of hers check her out her name is Tanisha Hampton and what work do you do what type of artist are you Oh, um, I'm trying to think who else. Try trying to think of his name. He's an artist. I'm trying to think of his I'm looking him up right now. Give me a second, people. As I play with my gadget <laughs> and look up this particular artist. And I tell you his name, I tell you what he does. His work speaks for itself. He does multiple things. But he's an encourager. I believe he's a Christian. He's an advocate Christian and doing what's right. So I think his name is Point Blank. But I'm trying to make sure I spelled it correctly for you guys. Hold on. Uh, this internet sometimes it gets on my nerves. takes all day for one thing. Sometimes I feel like that, but it's just me being impatient. So, Point Blank is his name and he is he raps he sings and well, I'll say he raps he sings he's a lyricist and he has videos and he has melpabilia meaning he has face mask with the sign point blank on it he has let me see here Uh, he has some type of like melpabilia shirts with his logo but you need to hear his music for yourself and he's all his own facebook and he's on instagram and you want to check him out point blank so my artist friend i told you about tanisha she is my name is t-e-n-i-c-h-a hampton h-a-m-p-t-o-n type this into your search bar on facebook i know y'all on facebook check her out see her work for yourself if you admire her enough to buy what I bought, or go forth and buy one of her poster-sized pieces, she's doing things that I haven't yet done yet. I ha- and she has even pillows in her art piece. So look, you know what you like. Look her up for yourself. So, in um, point blank, I want you to look him up. And listen to his music, you know it may encourage you to do what's best for yourself. It may um i'm gonna go ahead and try to inspire you he's in, like I said he's a Christian, so he tried to be on the right side. I think he sets the bars so forth as his lyrics um is quite encouraging and so you want to look up point blank and like i said he's on facebook and instagram and i hope he be on your instagram page make him a part of your conversation make him um something that you want to be a part of in his community so look up point blank he does youtube videos and Tanisha Hampton, T-E-N-I-C-H-A-H-A-M-P-T-O-N. And I'm Mich- on Facebook, I'm Michelle Newell Michelle. And I have a variety of Facebook groups that you are more than welcome to come join. Our most successful group, I call it successful in value. Meaning, I have 158 people in this group. And it's consistently growing. Meaning, Jim Carrey, funniest moments Jim Carrey funniest moments and yes you are welcome to join please join me and um, join 158 which is I even have some Jim Carrey art that I've accomplished and created that I even have like Melbabilia coffee mugs that I say I sell but I actually like keeping them to be frank but in the Jim Carrey is a Jim Carrey funniest moments it's in blue and white and I have already then that's my favorite, you know, quote of Jim Carrey, his favorite line or whatever. And you have people who have a lot of Jim Carrey um groups that have people by the millions. I don't know how they were able to achieve that. But I've achieved hundred and fifty eight and these are people who really believe and really like come together just for the sake of laughter. And that was my whole mission is to get people to come together for laughter. For one another. You know? So um, and then I have a group called Mika's Podcast Show One On One, like you listen to right now. And I also have another group called Out The Box Art. It's about people who go ahead, create magnificent art that is so out the box, so free, so brilliant, so magnificent that it it figures out when to break the rules, when to make the risk. Um, Y'all know who y'all are. Most of us artists know. We figure out when to do that. And for me, my art is an adventure. It's my business. It's my love. It's my passion. It grows me and it grows other people. And it helps me to express the greatness that lives and exists on the inside of me and others and inspire others. So I hope that your art inspires you. And again, you are so welcome. So welcome to leave a message here on this podcast show, and thank you again for hearing me out. And you of course, I accept donations here on Mika's podcast show, nine eight cents to and up. And don't forget to vote. Look, I'm telling you, you can vote online in Jersey. Y'all have to the 13th, two days to go ahead and vote. So go out there and make your vote count. Exercise your right to vote. Don't take it for granted, because there were people before us, let's keep it honest, our history, our American history, that suffered and died for this cause. People are dying for politician bullshit, power struggle, greed, and a variety of other things. If you want your voice heard, that's one of the best platforms you can use. This is the nominee, this is who I stand for, this is what I stand for, and that's the end of that. So make your voice known and you do not have to tell me who you're voting for. That's not my business. Be truthful. It's your business. It's your vote. It's your right. You exercise it. If you are legally able to do this, do not deny it. It's ballots being sent to everybody's mail. So literally, y'all have no excuse. And not only that, but if you desire to do what's right in a political stand for it, let's do what's right. Let's make a powerful stand, me and you. So this has been a podcast show about doing what is right, setting the bar. Doing what is right is setting the bar and knowing how to go about it. So what do you do? How can I promote you? And let's make great things happen for you. I want to make great things happen for you. And if there's any organization that you have out there, a nonprofit. I would like to support it. Um, tell me what profit, non-profit that you have out there. I did recently last month. I finished. Um, I finished the 59 miles. I didn't do the whole hundred, folks. The hundred-mile challenge. For this is for our for suicide prevention for our our veterans and uh, for those who are at risk. And they're fighting battles beyond the war. It's the war within. And. I actually did some of my research, folks. I, they're 23 times more likely at risk to kill their, to take their own life because of the thing that they hadn't went through. They still fight. So let's fight with them. They supported us. They supported us, their family, their country. That We are part of that. So... Um, The 100 mile challenge was something that I was very grateful to participate in and raise funds and awareness with and to help others who helped me. So, and also the Salvation Army, if you want to support the homeless in Las Vegas, because everybody's not a prostitute in Vegas, fuck what you heard. Everybody's not a gallant in Vegas, fuck what you heard. A lot of people are hardworking people. And if you know community, things within New Jersey that you would like to uh, support, let me think, what community besides the 100 Mile Challenge? I was able to do that and I still support them and we are in the Facebook group and you should join. You should be a part of it. So um, I'm trying to think, is there anything, any other organization that I would tell you go ahead and support in Jersey? Because there's so many things you could do here in Jersey. But if I want to talk about the homes community. Okay, her name is Trish. Um, Kevin, I'm, I'm dropping names on purpose. Trish, Kevin, these are particular people who work at the Joseph House Shelter, 5-5 Atlantic. Look them up. These are, I consider them moral people. So Kevin and Tr- well, Trish Bradley, Kevin, I cannot say his last name, but they support our community. So y'all support them. Meaning, if you are in New Jersey who wants to support New Jerseyans in the homeless community, talk to them, Joseph House Shelter. Look up Joseph House Shelter. By the way, um, Bon Jovi, you yeah, know, the rock star, um, he's a giant supporter for, he supports like 50%, I think, of that organization, of this nonprofit and... He has a heart and a love for New Jersey, and that says a lot for rich people. Some people who are rich, they keep going. They'll come back and try to reinvest. But he does that, and I believe he still stays in Jersey, Um, his hometown. That says a lot about him. I would say get behind these people. So I'm not saying go to Bon Jovi specifically. If you want to, that's your business. But um, Trish, Bradley, and Kevin. There's only one Kevin that works there, so... um, Work at Joseph House 55 Atlantic, Joseph House Shelter. Check them out. Um, Be a part of the community. Let's let's get together and make great things happen. If I want to speak about the arts, besides welcome to my podcast show here, Um, it's the Ritz Theater, and they have a fundraiser. Check them out. It's in Oakland, New Jersey. And thank you for hearing me. Set the bar, folks. Bye-bye.